Welcome to Thrive Through Marketing, the only organic content marketing podcast for mental wellness companies. You have a mission to impact the world, and I have a mission to help you do that, all while increasing revenue, creating a new stream of customers, and reaching people before they even know they need you. With more than a decade of experience in organic content marketing and a deep passion and respect for mental wellness, there's one thing I know for sure. When you thrive, your customers thrive. That's why I'm here to deliver strategies, ideas, insights, and interviews from storytelling and analytics to practical steps and high-level vision. We cover it all. So if you're ready to leverage the power of organic content marketing, let's get started. Welcome, welcome to another episode of Thrive Through Marketing. I'm so excited about this conversation today because it's something that's so simple, like featuring your team through your content, but it's something that you don't see done very often. And I think it's because of two reasons. One, there's an element of like, how do we get this stuff from our team? But two is what are they even, what do we talk about? How do we involve them? Like we love the idea of involving people from sales or people from operations, but what do we do? Like, how does this work? But before we dive into those sort of like practical aspects of this, and I'm going to share five really clear ways to involve your team that you could easily start implementing tomorrow. But first I want to share why this matters. So there's a lot of data that talks about how important authenticity is in our modern world, especially in the world of social media, where there's been so much focus on people, brands, influencers, celebrities being fake and Photoshopping and all the filters that are used now. There's this craving among consumers for authenticity. In fact, according to Sprout Social, they have a particular report called Brands Get Real. It's a data report that they do. And one of their most recent ones, they discovered that more than half of consumers, so 57%, said that they would increase their spending with a brand that was authentic and that they felt connected to. And 76% would buy from that brand over a competitor. And then their Twitter Real Talk report said that 80% of respondents agree that they don't mind being sold to on social media as long as, quote, it's fun, useful, entertaining, informative, or moves me in some way. And I love this data because it shows us that being authentic is incredibly powerful. And this is even more powerful in the mental wellness space. And I've said this so many times, and I'm going to keep saying it over and over again, mental wellness, mental health, our health in general is incredibly personal. The challenges that we experience, our vulnerabilities around saying yes to trying something new like meditation or asking for support by working with a therapist or joining a community that's meant to support people who are grieving, who have anxiety. All of these things are incredibly personal. And so as a brand, you have to be willing, you know, in a sense, to meet them halfway, to be personal as well, to share more of yourself. And as a solopreneur, 
this can sometimes in a way be easier because it's just you. You can share personal stories. You can talk about, um, you know, your challenges and what you're going through, share personal photos like of your kids' birthdays, you know, whatever. But as a larger organization who maybe has five, 10, 50 employees, it can be more challenging to figure out how do we bring that authenticity, that vulnerability, that realness to our content marketing. And that's why we're talking about this today, because this is how you do that. You do that through putting your team, your employees, your internal community front and center. So as I was saying initially, I think one of the biggest issues here, the two big issues are ideation, coming up with like, how do we actually, you know, what do we actually do? Like, what does that look like? But also the the actual internal process for creating this content or connecting with employees. So let's start with the first part, which is like sort of building out a workflow or a process or a framework for connecting with other employees in your company. And I think the easiest way to do this is to create some sort of, let's say, form, like literally like a Google form that gets sent out company-wide once a quarter, let's say. And again, you're going to sort of um, customize this for you in your company, but this is like a pretty good general way that would work for basically any company. So let's say you send it out once a quarter with a company-wide email that says, we want to feature your story. Here's our theme for the month. If you haven't listened to the integrated content strategy episode, I recommend checking that out. In that episode, I share about how I typically work with clients when we are creating content. We typically have even like a really loose theme for the month. And even if it's just internally, because it help us helps us sort of formulate a really cohesive message internally. And then that translates externally. So here's our theme for the month. If that's the, the route you choose to take, please share X. And I would recommend that you share examples and you might, I'm going to share some ideas. So maybe you specify, like we're looking to do a Q and A, or we're looking to feature your story in an Instagram post, or we want to do a video with you. Obviously we want to be specific if you're looking for specific content, but you could, you could leave it up to them. You could say, here are the five ways we would love to feature you. If this theme resonates with you and your story, please fill out this form. And then, you know, so-and-so Sarah from marketing will reach out to you and get scheduled. And so then it's as simple as them volunteering themselves and submitting the information. Now, I suppose that works in theory. If people aren't interested in contributing, then that brings up another point of, you know, how might you connect with people and get in front of them Um, who do actually want to contribute, but maybe are just sort of ignoring the email. But I think that's a really good place to start. And I think that you would be surprised at how many people within your company do want to participate in some way. And this is where I think specifying the different options, um, which, for example, like the five ideas I'm going to share today, you might specify those five things because someone might want to share their story, but they don't want to be on video, but they'd be happy to share like a paragraph that you could post on Instagram or something like that. So giving them a variety of options, because again, this is personal, right? This does require a level of vulnerability from your employees to be willing to share in this way. 
So giving them options so they can choose what allow what feels most comfortable for them, I think is going to help you. I know is going to help you get a better response so that you can actually get that engagement from your community, your internal community, and then turn that into really great content that connects with your audience. So we have a framework or a process for getting that information. So the next piece is what are the different ideas? And these might seem basic, but I'm going to share them anyway, because I think a lot of times we, something can be basic and we know it, but we need to be told it, or we need to be reminded that this is something we can do or that it's a good idea. And like, okay, yeah, let's implement this. So I'm going to share five ways. And then from these could come any number of options and ideas. So this is like a really good, just like starting place for you. So option or idea number one is doing a monthly reel, highlighting a team member's journey related to your offering. So one example of this could be like a team member who uses, let's say you have a CBD oil company and you could feature one of your employees who uses a particular oil and like what they experienced at the start and how they're feeling now that they've used the oil. And this doesn't have to be, this could be a reel that's not necessarily a video of them, but like um, branded video that you've taken with their story in the caption, if they're not comfortable sharing on film. Or what would be really cool is if you're planning, let's say a month in advance, which I always recommend doing, and this person wants to share their story, then you say, okay, for the next week, I want you to take video on your phone of you using the product, like literally like little five second clips. And then our marketing team will put that together into a reel. That would be the perfect option because then it's really authentic content. It's their actual experience, like literally through their lens. And you're getting this really great content that you can also use in other places. You might be able to use it in other videos, maybe video ads, send it out in your email newsletter. All of these ideas you can then, that I'm sharing today, you can repurpose in other platforms. So that's a really cool idea. And also your employees are likely extremely digitally adept. So like, they're probably really great at taking like lifestyle video content that can be then used later. And you can even use to make it even easier for them through Google Forms, you can create a form where someone can submit up to 10 files through the form. So they could just have that single form and you just say like, give me, you have your questions listed out, the answers, so you have the story and then attach all your videos here. And so then whoever on your marketing team is managing it can really easily access all of that content and the information they need, and then just follow up as needed. So we're making the process as simple and streamlined as possible. This is another key piece in getting your employees to take part is like, this is really easy. We don't want it to take any extra work. We don't want it to be complicated. We want it to be really seamless for everyone involved. The second idea is really simple, writing blog content. Blog content And you can do this even following an SEO strategy, but let's say you have three posts unaccounted for with your current set of writers. So you put out to your your company 
you know, here are three topics that we want to cover this month because your people who work for you are likely passionate about the things that you're talking about. Does anyone want to write on one of these topics? And you might be surprised how many people chirp up. They might chirp up and say like, I'm not a great writer, but I'd love to talk about that. And then, you know, it might require a little bit more editing on your team's end, but involving them and getting their voice, it's going to bring a different experience to the content than it would if your usual set of writers is creating content. And there's no nothing wrong with working with like someone like me who creates the content externally or even having the same writer in-house who does all the content. That's great. That's ideal because that helps you get content out. But every once in a while or once a month or twice a month, sprinkling in one of these pieces that's written by someone in-house just brings that level of authenticity. And then when you share it on social, it's that that opportunity to say like, this is, you know, Brittany from operations who shared her experience with such and such, like check out the blog post. And so you're getting, you know, social media content out of it. You can send it out through your email list. And then you're getting a great blog post that they're also proud to share. They're going to share with their community and their networks, which also expands your reach. So it's a really simple idea, but when done consistently can be really powerful. The third idea is sending a newsletter from a different team member each month. I really love this idea because it allows you to bring something unique to your email subscribers on a regular basis. And you can even start the email by saying, this email is from, uh, you know, Jordan. She is our chief financial officer and she loves all things Pilates, let's say you're a Pilates company. And then maybe it could it could be like a five things about this person. It could be their story. It could be like they just share, you know, um, they sort of like design the newsletter to be the way they, you know, the content they would want to put out there. Maybe it's a mix of their story and some things that they're loving right now. Maybe it's their, in this case, like let's say it's an on-demand Pilates um, provider, maybe they share their top three favorite Pilates videos and they share a little bit about their journey into Pilates, you know, make basic, create it based on what you think your audience would like, but also give that employee some sort of creative freedom so they can really bring themselves to the content. The fourth idea is really, really simple, but can be really fun. Again, an email a team roundup email about things that your team is currently loving. So this is a really great way to bring in other things like brand partnerships or even just brand shout outs to expand your reach. So let's say you have five team members who share what they're loving right now, somewhat you know relevant to the industry that you're in. Um, and then when you you can share about that on social media and share like a link to the newsletter and not only promote your newsletter and like subscribe so you can get this every month, but then also tag the brands that were mentioned in the newsletter. Those brands will then ideally likely reshare to their audience. And so then that expands your reach. So it's great content for your subscribers. It's a good way to highlight your newsletter. And it's another good, it's a good way to reach people that you wouldn't have otherwise reached. And also just to support other businesses in your industry. And the fifth idea is really leveraging your sales team 
for marketing research. So this is less outward facing, but very, very, very powerful for your content marketing. So one way to do this would be to have a basically a quarterly brainstorm with your sales team, or maybe you have like a sales team and accounts team. We want anyone who interacts with your customers. So whatever teams that is, team or teams, bringing them into a quarterly brainstorm and saying, what are people talking about right now? What questions are you getting most on sales calls? What are customers loving? What, you know, and maybe the person who leads the team or the two teams pulls together, um, you know, a little bit of some data for you to give some like high level reporting. And then your content team comes in with them. And then you guys just have like a big, it's a great opportunity to just learn. Like, so we know what our audience is talking about on social. We know what content is converting. We know what emails people are opening, but then what's on that other side? And using this data to then inform your content strategy for the month, what you're talking to, uh, what you're talking about in newsletters, the type of content you're creating for social. So you're speaking to questions people are having, which ideally maybe shortens that time to the conversion because rather than having to ask a question, that question's answered already through like a social media post. So pulling out those consistent themes, questions, areas of focus that the teams that are in direct connection with customers and potential customers based on that information that they're taking in. It's incredibly valuable. And I talk a lot about, and I work a lot with my clients. We we really only do data-based marketing. I was just on a sales call yesterday with someone who I'm hoping to work with. And even just on the sales call, I'm like, talk to me about the channels that are converting the best, the highest. And then we're talking about creating our strategy and SEO traditionally hasn't worked well for them. And But their audience is like, it's a perfect audience for creating really great educational SEO-based content. So I'm like, how can we create content that works for you? Well, let's look at this data. Let's look at your ads that are converting at the highest. Let's talk about how your salespeople are converting on the phone. Like, let's get these topics or this data and use it to figure out what topics would get people to convert when they do, let's say, land on a blog post. So all of that to say that your sales team, your accounts team has so much information. And as with all of these ideas, it's a matter of you as the marketing lead or part of the marketing team, or even the founder, getting really intentional about leveraging the insane amount of resources that are available to you within your organization right now to create content that both connects and converts. Because when you connect is when you're more likely to convert. So getting that authentic comment from your content from your team members is going to create that connection, is going to lead to that conversion. You have to get intentional about it. You've probably thought of some of these ideas. Maybe they've been on the back burner. So this is your reminder. Build it into your workflow. Build it into what you do every month or every quarter. And if it's something that you can't take care of because you are a lead, you know, a CMO or a director of marketing, you have a lot of other things on your plate, find someone on your team who can own this because I know that you'll see the benefits and it will lead to so much more. Like this is just dipping your toe in the water. Like how from here, how can you expand? I think you'll be surprised with the content that you get in-house and surprised at how like, wow, we get like 10 clips from every employee who wants to do a reel. 
And they're all branded because it's featuring our products or our services. So then assuming the employee is okay with it, that can be a part of the process. They sign off on the content. You can use that for ads. You can use that for other aspects of your marketing. So you can get so much out of this, but it really starts with that intention and that desire to at least implement one of these ideas. Don't have to do all of them. Just pick one of them and focus on it for like a quarter or six months and then build out what you're doing with your your in-house team members from there. So I hope that this was supportive for you. I hope that this was helpful One of the things that I do with clients is I help them not only create the strategy, but manage the processes, get this information from in-house team members. You know, there's a little bit of an element of like project management that I can support with. So if you're feeling like you love this, but you just don't know how to get it started, or it's not something that you are resourced for currently in-house, absolutely reach out because I'd love to hear if it's something that I can support you with. Because my goal is to help you leverage content marketing so that your you can bring your mission to reality. You can see it come to life and reach the people who need to hear from you. Because I have benefited so much from companies just like yours, therapists, apps, communities, books that have helped me get where I am today. And now I want to make sure that you reach people who need you like I needed you. So definitely reach out if you think that I can support you. And otherwise, Thank you for tuning in. And I look forward to talking with you on another episode of Thrive Through Marketing.